In three, two, one, action. In a show where we talk about the movies we watch and the movies we make. I'm Tess. And I'm Chris. Welcome. <laughs> We're gonna have a fun show. I'm very calm today. That that's not usually how it is, and uh I'm a little concerned. Don't worry about it. We're just gonna have fun, relieve our stresses, and have a fun episode. This is this is very <laughs> foreshadowing. Billy's very confused. So today our special guest is uh, a voice you've heard many times on the show before. Fun interview every time, so hopefully this will be the same. Oh no, I, no I promises, have to live up guys. To it. <laughs> this is uh, Billy Brannigan, everybody. Hey, Welcome to the show. that's me. That's right, applaud. applaud. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> the sound of two hands clapping. Yes. Yeah. So uh, we have you on today because, um, well, today's the Oscars, Oscars Day, and um, I'm up for best. Actor, yeah, yeah, in a leading totally, role, and we totally. just dated it this episode. It's like September when this comes out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I've won, by now. <laughs> so I've won by now. No, you've but... won two by now. No. <laughs> I'm up again. <laughs> but uh, no, we're having one today because you were um, recently on on TV on on the on the tubes. The the TV tubes, yeah. You know the tubes is now the YouTube, so it's not, not sure the you YouTubes. Were, yeah, you I was were on the say. real tubes. I am the TV on the YouTube still, uh, <laughs> in all its CRT glory. Yeah. Um, but you were on um, Investigation Discoveries: A Crime to Remember. Yeah, and you were on screen a lot. Ah, so yes. like, not just a little, not just a little role. You were like a big effing deal like you've you've like hit you've all status oh my that's my dream i'm not there yet big boy club i'm trying to be you all yeah so aren't we all um (laughs) well you didn't bring a button down with like seven buttons on open (laughs) he does do first mistake (laughs) he does do that um i want to talk about your experience on the show on investigation discovery show and uh what what that was like and kind of you know, this is kind of a different thing than what you do with us. Mm. You know, we are short films, uh, local stuff, running gun, running gun. Run and gun. <laughs> you know, so you know, you've been in uh, a few uh, horror films. Mm. Is it a few or is it just one? I said a few, <laughs> thinking that it was a few. No, no, it is. is. I've done a couple. Uh, yeah. Oh, actually, two film, two feature films, um, Party Night and Stirring, which were both horror films. Uh, but all all very different, you know. Investigation yeah. Discovery was an experience. Those were an experience. You guys are experienced. Where? You know. <laughs> That's a nice way of saying <laughs> no, <laughs> whatever you want to say there. <laughs> um, but, you know, we've talked about on the show with you, uh, last time you were on, you talked about your experience uh, playing the Joker in our workshop. Mm. Um, but this is kind of, uh, the character you play on this show is also kind of dark, but I'll let you talk more about that um mm. but this is this is pretty different than what you do with us so kind of start off with you know what is investigation discovery and what is this the show a crime to remember it's so investigation discovery is a television channel all about crimes um crime shows recreations stuff like that they are really interesting they have like a pretty like devout following um called id addicts 
Really? <clears throat> yeah, no, the people who watch Investigation Discovery do really love it. And it was really cool because I got to talk to some of them, like, while the show was on. Uh, I mean, the show itself is just, it's basically every week they take a really historic crime and they tell the story of it, they recreate it. And I got to be the lipstick killer. <laughs> the lipstick killer. So, um, yeah, give us a little background on what the episode you were in, what that was all about, and what the, the crime was there. Because as, <laughs> as you said, it's all historical stuff, so it's not really a spoiler if you... Oh, no, yeah. You say no, what's happened. It's like, it it's happened. just history, people. <laughs> yeah. Happened. No. Um, Although if you haven't seen it, possible spoilers? Should yeah, we say come that? on. Go watch it. Why haven't you seen it yet? I guess, yeah, <laughs> possible spoilers... I don't, yeah, it'll be a spoilers. I, I don't even want to like say that it's not going to be spoilers because every time we talk about anything on this show, anything that we're watching, I we say We have yet that, to make a spoiler-free episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So say what you need to, Billy. Um, well, yeah, so my episode, it's season five, episode two. It's called The Battle. I think it's actually episode four, but I think they aired in an odd order. I don't really know how that works. But um, it bumped and, you up. They were like, this kid's good. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. They saw that performance. They were like, get this on TV now. No, I'm just kidding. But um, I played William Hirons, who was a real person. Uh, he was about my age when basically uh, there were some murders, a couple women, and the police. And this was a long time ago, too. Yeah, right? this it was like the, the 40s. 40s yeah, the 40s, I believe. Which is relevant. And basically William Hirons got caught up in it all. And it's kind of, a lot of people don't believe he did it. Some people actually do believe he did it, but uh, he ended up going to prison for life. Spoiler. <laughs> and you get tweets from, like, rabid fans who are like, but he didn't do it, how could you? <laughs> no, no, I did get some really cool tweets. But, um, but yeah, so he, he goes to prison, and he actually died recently. Yeah. Uh, William Hirons himself. 2012. 2012, yep. So it's a really unique story um, because... Of what happened, you know, a lot of people said the police just wanted to pin it on Hirons, but because he was he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, that's definitely they, a good way to put they, it. There had been a bunch of really brutal murder crimes, mm -hmm. and they didn't know who it was. They had no leads, and then your character Hirons, Hirons, which <laughs> also Billy, like technically his name is. You're William. William also. Yeah, exactly. So That's I the only reason I was, was cast. Like, oh. <laughs> but I guess the the guy happened to be at an apartment building, like robbing somebody or, or burglarizing, breaking and mm -hmm. entering or something. And so he was committing a crime, but then they jumped over evidence to say, oh, he is actually the profile of this person who's, yeah. who's doing all these brutal murders. Um, So that's where where you fall in. Exactly, yeah. And there, they, so. They, like, forced a confession out of him and stuff. They uh, did so much to him. Horrible stuff. I mean, like. Yeah. Yeah, there's, uh, <laughs> there's like, a torture scene where you're, like, yeah. drugged and stuff. I did want to ask you about that. Um, how, I mean, obviously, they didn't really drug you. No, they did. The, oh, yeah, okay. it was all method. No, got it, got kidding. it. <laughs> Questions <laughs> fully answered then. <laughs> I showed up just yeah. fully drugged. Like, Let's do this. <laughs> Not legally allowed to discuss. <laughs> I sent the an NDA. Acting process. <laughs> Listen, all right. But um, a significant acting piece of that episode for you is, is in a hospital bed being drugged and tortured and interrogated. Is there anything that, anything that stands out to you I, I don't think you've done torture scenes before. How how was that 
for you? I don't know how to ask that question. <laughs> how is it I mean, that sounds, that sounds like really... No, 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 totally. A lot of screaming. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, no, but it, it really was, I mean, I remember like having to lie there and like scream so much and it was just everything silent in this building, you know, in, in New York. And But I'm sure people, the distance just heard shrieks and they were like, <laughs> Yeah, just a lot of screaming. And then they didn't even use a ton of it. No, they didn't. Like, no. There's like a couple shots of me like, ah, you know, and getting getting stuff poured on me. But uh, <laughs> the yeah. chemicals on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of gruesome stuff. I don't know yeah. how gruesome you want to go, but um, a lot of that, a lot of. A lot so of it's s- it's not oh. so much that you were you were method acting. It was that. You had to pretend, and it was just really awkward to pretend in a silent <laughs> set, <laughs> like screaming yeah, as if you're being that. tortured. No, I definitely got really into it. Um, yeah, just a lot of screaming, I guess. That's, that's I, what my... I love the idea of Billy screaming in this chamber, and then the camera goes off, and then he like puts his cap on and sips a LaCroix, and like, <laughs> just like such a drastic switch. Pulls out a cigarette. And yeah. like, Is that all you guys need? Do you get it? No, no, I don't want to act like I'm, the, I don't get into it. Listen, yeah. guys. The, but. The, the producer is like, uh, could we get one more with a, with a little bit more of a gargle in it? <laughs> and Billy's like, call my fucking agent. <laughs> There were a bunch of varied scenes, actually, different locations. Um, oh yeah, there was a lot that your character that you were filmed in for this. Um, you said the the stuff in the the hospital was in New York, but there was a lot of exterior stuff too. Where where was that? No, it was it was all in New York, not necessarily in the city, suburban New York. I'm bad at, at they- <laughs> areas. You know, they would give me an address, and I'd type it into the GPS, and I'd go. But um, wow. there was there was a lot of different settings, a lot of different locations. Um, but it was cool because they would dress a lot of stuff. Like the hospital room wasn't a hospital room; they just were able to create a set, which was really cool. You know, it like I'd see it at one point during the day, and then later on, it would be like, "All right, Billy, go lie down." And it was like I was in a hospital room, you know. But it was actually like filmed in like a school or something, you know. Yeah. You know, they weren't really all out with it. They like there were some exterior shots that like they required you know shutting down streets and and that was really cool to see and just dressing up that with all those old cars and stuff it was it was crazy to be there like well, you know you get billy brannigan what do you expect <laughs> the whole blog <laughs> i shut down the street i don't care <laughs> no <laughs> cars are gonna go through this street today only the old-timey cars that don't actually drive yeah exactly <laughs> so billy you've played uh we've mentioned you, you play batman in our short that, I played Batman. Sorry, you played Joker. <laughs> uh, I played both. M- your no, brain kidding. on podcast, and then that, that's when the egg goes into the pan and crashes. <laughs> um, but uh, you played the Joker. So I was wondering, since we were talking about like screaming and like lipstick, like did any of the experiences from your portrayal of the Joker help you on this set, or did any of that translate, or? Well, here's the twist. Use any of that? I filmed this before the Joker. Oh yeah, you did. I'm totally. <laughs> wrong. So then, in reverse, did in you reverse, use any of that for the Joker? <laughs> no, yeah, this took a while to come out. I filmed um uh, the A Crime to Remember in July. Actually, it was my mm. birthday. It was one of the shoot dates. My birthday is July 18th. I knew that. 
<laughs> wow. Good. Did they bring you a cake like we did? Yeah, <laughs> no, did nobody cared at all. Like we did? I'm pretty sure I mentioned it. They were like, shut up, say your line. It's <laughs> like, uh, no, but yeah, so I filmed that in July and then we filmed Joker in September. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, no, I definitely, I use everything, everything from what I learned on every set. A Crime Number was definitely a learning experience and. I brought a lot of it to the Joker. I can't think of anything specifically because when it comes down to it, they were two different roles because when taking on Hirons, it was an interesting character because he wasn't necessarily evil, you right. know, versus the Joker is it's kind crazy of... Crazy dude. Yeah, exactly. So it's hard to take from Hirons, who was the 17-year-old kid who essentially got caught up in the wrong thing and didn't necessarily murder a bunch of people, and then the Joker, it was kind of a totally different mindset. What kind of prep did you do for for this character, or was it more? What's the title of the Spotify playlist? Music's a big thing yeah. for me. I, I use music a lot to help myself. Do you listen to some old timey music to get in the old timey mood. Nineteen forty five. Listen the air raid sirens. <laughs> oh yeah, the air raid sirens. That's what I would wake up to it every morning. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, screaming, listening to jazz. Hirons yeah. <laughs> and Joker were different. Hirons was really, you know, a lot like me, unlike the Joker. So it didn't require as much getting to care. He was a 17-year-old kid, again, not necessarily evil and crazy. It was like if I, myself, were a 17-year-old robbing a house. I mean, I never robbed houses. And I, all of a sudden, was on trial for yeah. murder. So that's why it was, it was a nice experience, because it was like my first big TV job, which is intimidating. But... It was like, okay, you're going to play a 17-year-old 17, 17 kid, you know. I did look into William Hirons, which was oh, hard yeah. because it happened in the 40s. There wasn't much on him. There wasn't interviews from the 40s or anything because it was the 40s. He did do some interviews in his older years, but I had to take that with a grain of salt. Is that a saying? Am I using yeah. that correctly? Yeah. <laughs> um, because when I was watching his interviews when he's much older, you know, he's not the same person he was when he was 17, the person that I was portraying. So when I was watching his interviews in prison from like 2005, it was like, there's not a ton I can get from this because Mm. I don't think he's the same person as he was. Mm. So. One of the things they brought up in the show is that the, all the reporters uh, writing about the story in the newspaper immediately went to Hirons is the killer. Mm. This is all the evidence. This is all like he's doing it. He's done it. But then investigation later with DNA reports and stuff proved that he may not have done it. Exactly. Uh, so what they were writing was just speculation. Yeah. So you can't even go from those reports exactly. as an actor doing research yeah. because those are even blown out of proportion. proportion yeah. And, they just and want just the scoop, assumption. man. Exactly. They just want the scoop. Exactly. They just want the scoop. <laughs> That's why, yeah, no, it was really a, a interesting role to get into and really in its simplest form I really just went with the, wow, he's a lot like me. I, maybe I shouldn't change that much. Maybe I shouldn't get into the character that much. Yeah. Maybe I should just kind of be me. It's interesting to listen to this idea that, like, oh, sometimes you want to be a totally different person. You prep yourself for that really heavily. Yeah. And sometimes you just draw from your own experience. Those yeah. are, I think, cool perspectives. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Hi, this is Tess Pelicano, and you're listening to Fade In. If you like what you've been hearing so far, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever podcast app you use. You can also rate us and leave a review as it helps rank us among other podcasts. Now back to the show. So um, I just have a, another question about um, being being on set and the way that they, they film these kinds of, you know, reenactment shows. Definitely. When you're on set, like with the Joker especially, um, you build up momentum in a scene mm. and you become this character and you're interacting with the other characters and kind of really sinking into that scene. Um, but I imagine that doing something like this is different. doesn't really let you do that. Yeah, it was more of like certain scenes would let you do that. It, it, mm-hmm. Like there were scenes where you were able to get into it, but that was more rare than being on a, a set like the Joker where it was like, all right, let's go through the whole thing. And it was like five minutes of being the Joker and yelling at people. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. uh, with this, it was much shorter times being in character and then and then the screams. <laughs> <laughs> That's all Billy remembers. He was just alone yeah. screaming. I was so surprised when I saw the episode. Like, why did you have me scream so much? You <laughs> <laughs> should call the producer up and be like, mm, We need to back up sh- screams, guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you could just use the yeah. Wilhelm screams, guys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, you can't. That just <laughs> breaks everything at this point. <laughs> no, but uh, the, the set was so cool. Like, it, it was crazy. I mean, I learned so much on that set. They do so such interesting things like there's like certain rules on television sets that you have to follow. Really? Like what? Um, a lot of a lot of ones that I never knew. Like there was a lot of police officers in that episode. And I found this interesting. Like like actors. Playing? Actors playing. Oh, OK. I didn't know if you meant security officers. <laughs> and they were not allowed to wear their uniform unless they had a robe on. In between scenes. So when you were shooting, they were in their uniform. Right, right. But the second the camera was off, they had people come up and cover these police officers in robes. Wow. Like, because they don't, you can't right. pretend to it, be a cop it's or a, something. It's a safety issue. Yeah. It's more, it probably has to deal more with the town. I know I was on like a more indie suit, indie suit, indie shoot, mm. and they had a police officer character. And yeah, cops came by and they were like, you can't pretend to be a police officer. It's a danger to safety. If a crime happens and they come to you, yeah. That's going to be a big problem. So I, I'm sure, like, there was some kind of agreement between yeah, the government exactly. and the unions that were like, well, as long as they have, like, robes or something. Because <laughs> the like, there was also... Just give them a newspaper and a cup of coffee with it. <laughs> there was also real cops on set and stuff just for safety. Yeah. The safety was a big yeah. part of it. They they do... Like, there was guns on set. And yeah. And they treat that. Like, whenever there was a gun on set, you had to have a safety meeting. I, like everyone would get together and they would be like, "All right, this is a gun. It's not loaded. It's, it's not, not real. real." Yeah, exactly. Like they they'd show it in front of everyone and it would be like, "The gun stays here the whole time." <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> oh my god. I tried to act like I know what I'm doing. Oh yeah, I've done tons of television shows. This is normal. <laughs> I wonder how they do, like, you know, CSI and and CIS and Law and Order. Like, every, well, not so much Law and Order, because that's more of the lawyers, but any show where there's guns in every episode, like, what? They just have, usually there's just one dedicated gun guy. Yeah, yeah. And he's just like, I handle the guns, do not touch the guns. (laughs) Like, that's basically what it is. I mean, I remember even when I PA'd on that, uh, that Peter Dinklage movie, they had, like, a bunch of, like, they, there was a scene with a bunch of fireworks, 
Mm. And there, they had a whole safety meeting. I wasn't part of it because <laughs> I was just uh, making sure that uh, people didn't walk into the shot. But they had a whole <laughs> safety meeting about the fireworks because they had like over a hundred rockets oh my on God. set because they had to fire off in like a sequence. Yeah. Uh, it was like first two, then two second pause, then three. <laughs> and like, it was like this whole thing. And I was like, whoa, I am kind of happy that I'm not included in that meeting because that must be stressful. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it was just really cool to be on the set, like the shutdown streets, the safety meetings, you know. Mm-hmm. It was it was fun. And and the whole, like, like when you're showing up to set, there's signs to show where you're going. I think that was cool. Yeah. Like, it's like, are you a part of the show? Then head this way. And I was like, yeah, I'm a part of the show. Yeah. <laughs> you have that thing where they go, okay, first team, come up. Yeah, And then exactly. you get to go and I you push feel all really the special. Team, like, right. Hey, I'm coming now. Yeah, I remember from the other side, every time they were like, all right, first team's coming in. I'd be like, oh, God, all right, look cool, guys, dude. Like, yeah, it was always fun. Uh, but so going off of that, um, since you mentioned that this is kind of like your first big foray yeah. production, into production, um, and acting in it in in a big show uh, was that like intimidating in terms of performance to you? Uh, and how did you battle that to give sort of a, like an authentic performance? Um. Well, I know for a fact that I'm the greatest actor that ever lived. So right. I wasn't I mean, of really intimidated right. at all. Yeah. <laughs> I just kidding. No, no, no. But no, of course it was intimidating. I I didn't really know what I was getting into. I mean, when I got the part, I was excited. I actually got the part when I was shooting something else. Like oh, yeah. I was in Texas. And my agent reached out to me, and she was like, hey, this audition, like... But I was in Texas for, like, weeks. It was when I was filming that movie, Stirring, and I was there for, like, two and a half or three weeks. Mm-hmm. So I went up to the camera guy... Camera guy, it's a, the cinematographer, the the yeah. artist behind Stirring. <laughs> I was like, hey, you want to help me shoot this audition? The guy with the beret. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Easily identifiable, Yeah. Obviously. All, so, it's a pencil uniform. behind the ear. <laughs> it's a uniform. And we, we filmed the audition together. You know, I used another actor from that set and then when I got it I was excited but at the same time I was like oh my god what if I show up on set and and they're behind the camera like wait this guy's not a real actor (laughs) (laughs) we hired a schmuck (laughs) (laughs) he's just a kid (laughs) so like I did as much as I could to prepare and like I made sure I got the lines down but as I got to set you know everyone was so nice and so I feel like everyone says that everyone on set was great, so it made it a great experience. But it it's true, you know. They all seemed like they were like a tight knit family. Mm-hmm. Like they did this, they did so many weird things. Like at the end of the shoot, they all put money in a hat. And I get, I guess, For have pizza? you ever heard of this? It's like a crew thing that people do where you all put money in a hat at the end and you pick a number and. But apparently it's a crew thing that they do. I, I did not hear that. But know. then again, maybe I was not. a PA. Maybe it's so an maybe ID were like, thing. <laughs> maybe it's an investigation discovery Maybe thing. they were what like, the they... production assistants probably don't have the money <laughs> to <laughs> throw in the hat. Probably not. They're, they're uh, around the corner buying bread. <laughs> and cheese and milk. And that's it. No, uh, but so I'm just saying they were so like such great people that it made it like an easy experience. So I wasn't really that intimidated. Mm-hmm. You know, I got over my fears pretty quick. Now, you know, did somebody get the money? Yeah, whoever wins, oh. it was like it was like one of the crew members wins a bunch of money because everybody put in like ten bucks. Yeah, you know, um, Billy didn't win any money. I did not win any money. Yeah. <laughs> but Cassie yeah. won money. Speaking of, Ca- speaking of, <laughs> speaking of Cassie, I have an interesting story about that. Oh yeah, come on in, Cassie. We have a special guest, our photographer. Yeah, she's Cassie the one taking Kaufman. pictures. 
She's a ghost. His his uh, special lady friend. <laughs> yeah, we won't say anything more. Apparently, <laughs> she's. Um. <laughs> but but actually, so the build up to the show, the investigation discovery. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I got cast, and then there was a lot of wardrobe. That was a big part of their show. I had to go to New York a couple times and meet with wardrobe people. Did and yeah, and cool. they had this big warehouse. It was that was a really cool experience, which Cassie actually came for. Cassie's like giving me signals from over there. <laughs> Billy, you should say She's this. She's prompting you. She's like my agent, you know? Who <laughs> like, needs, needs a manager? When yeah, you're exactly. Cassie. I'm going to start to say something. Just, and she's going to like, no, no, don't, don't say that, Billy. <laughs> but, but, uh, and one thing that was a big part Do of not it, talk about the Spotify playlist. <laughs> exactly. We can't use names. But a big part of it was taking photos, actually, which she's very good at. She's a photographer. There was one time where I had to take a picture. It, with my hair a certain way at home because they wanted to see it or something. And I took the photo and I sent it to them and they ended up being like, wow, this is a really good photo. And they used it in the show. Like there's a scene in the show where the cops walk up and they're like, all right, we got Hirons and they hold up a picture. Yeah. And that was Cassie's photo from Cassie my living took room. Cassie the picture. Oh yeah. <laughs> so that was so funny. And then they were like, Cassie, do you want to be the director of photography? <laughs> they pushed me out of the way. Have you ever played a, a killer? <laughs> no. But um. Have you met this girl? <laughs> you but, really missed your chance there not promoing her I to, know, the, to the guys but there. I remember at the wardrobe place, they were like, yeah, that photo you took. I think we're just going to use that. I was like. Okay. <laughs> no, but it, so that was funny. That was just a funny experience. I figured I'd tell him. Yeah. Get her a little, hit her up on Facebook. <laughs> Cassie Kaufman Photography. Yeah. Right? Is that right? Photos. Cassie <laughs> Kaufman Photos. We'll put a link in the description. And the picture she takes today will also be on our Facebook page. So. Yeah, you got to add that to the resume, yeah. Cassie. Add it to the resume. Now, now because of that photo, she's in the DGA. <laughs> <laughs> but hmm. yeah, so the. The buildup was a lot. That was a big part of it. Wardrobe was, I had to go there a lot, but it was a cool warehouse. Um, Did they have like a thing that was like Billy's clothes, like a bin? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, that was, that was awesome. It was just, everyone was in wardrobe, you know, it was like entering another world and it was cool to kind of enter the 1940s for a bit where they had shut down streets, put cars and I was walking around in this really tight suit with a hat. And, like, not really knowing, you know, what to do, but <laughs> I'm an actor, so. That's just the log line for acting, walk around in a tight suit yeah, and a hat. Exactly. <laughs> not knowing what to do. Read, read my book, walk around in a yeah. tight suit. <laughs> By Billy Brannigan. It's a black and white photo on the cover of you. <laughs> From his living took. room. Yeah. <laughs> Cassie took it. Yeah, well, I mean, they did that. It's they... the same photo. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so what have you got going on next, Billy? What is, uh, what is happening next? next? Um, you know, just always lots of NDAs, right? (laughs) Yeah, he's a, no. Um, I mean, just working on random stuff. I was excited to see that. Do you have a project coming up that you're allowed to tell us about? Uh, I mean, the horror movies I did are coming out for distribution, but that always, that takes forever. I don't think it's coming out till like fall. Mm, Um. Probably going to do it around Halloween. Yeah, that would make sense. Uh, so definitely check those out, Stirring and Party Night. Those were really fun. Uh, yeah. yeah, you can find Party Night and Stirring on Facebook and uh, Twitter and the gram. I'm, I've been working on this project called Fire on the Mountain for a while, which is another movie that has a lot going into it. Um, it's another indie, right? Yeah, but that one will be really cool, but I don't think that one will be done for a while. That's a big project. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, CFW. Working with CFW. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They want me. 
We'll always have you as long as your agent can fit us into your schedule. Oh my God. Hey, man, 90% of his real yeah, exactly. is work he's done with us. Exactly. I don't think his agent is complaining. CFW, yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Love the real. The CFW bump, dude. <laughs> Seriously. But yeah, you know, just follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Billy Bran. Keep up. Billy Bran. Send me a message. I have one more What's question. What's your favorite pasta? Um, Say it. Tortellini. Send everybody it's a very non, non-conflicting question. I like yeah, it. Yeah. Just send me your favorite thing. pasta. You know what? We might ask all of our guests. In the that, mail. What's your favorite pasta? What's your favorite pasta? And if they don't like pasta, unfollow me. <laughs> <laughs> don't funny. at me, bro. <laughs> what's your question? But, um, I was going to ask. Um, I imagine <laughs> a lot of people listening to this podcast are like, well, I wish I could be on an ID Discovery show. So um, do you have any sort of, I'm going to call it words of encouragement. Words for people who are struggling out there, who are uh, struggling. people who want to be on that ID Discovery, people who want to be ID the next lipstick killer. I mean, I remake it ten years from now. Everybody's struggling. That's my that's my thing. I'm struggling. You right. know, we're all struggling together. Exactly. You know, um, just do it. No one uses that phrase, right? Just just do it. No. Nike uses <laughs> <Yeah>. that phrase. <laughs> Nike, I'll take it. Businesses. <laughs> I'm gonna do just do it with a check next to it. All right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can no, find that on Faden.store. <laughs> Words of encouragement. You know, everybody's struggling. I still get down. You know, I've done projects like the Miseducation of Cameron Post was one project I did, and yeah. it, you and know, we're not allowed to talk about it because it's not <laughs> out yet. It, it was a but big project. It will be out, people. <laughs> <laughs> and that was fun, but at the same time, you know, it is like there was kids on there who were so successful who've been working for so long you know just go out there do your thing my biggest thing that i've been told is you can't compare yourself to others that mm-hmm. is the downfall that's my downfall you know like i'm I'll right see, there with you i'll see myself on investigation discovery and be like oh wow that's cool you know i'm really proud of myself and then i'll turn and i'll see someone else who's on like law and order svu with like a recurring role and i'm like wow i'm a failure and then i'll just get ice cream and sit in my room but just or pasta <laughs> just do your thing <laughs> anything's cool acting's cool so even if you're doing youtube shorts like that's still awesome people say just keep going that's like the big part of it you know just keep pushing keep acting an actor i really like ben schwartz one time i asked him do you have an advice for like a young actor and he said whenever you get the chance to act act that's it even if it's with your little brother doing a school project. Do that. We're all just playing in our backyards with toys being like, now Batman kicks the guy. Exactly. <laughs> That's all we're all doing. And someday, somebody will be playing with an action figure of you. So. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Which is like a great that. segue for the Billy Brannigan action figure. Yeah, get it. The listen killer action figure. Fade in that store. <laughs> We've got one where he's holding a knife and another where he's eating Ben and Jerry's in a blanket in his room because he just saw <laughs> And it says, I- just do it with a check mark. <laughs> <laughs> just, he's got a Nike shirt with chocolate ice cream all over it. <laughs> well, that's that's. I think that's a perfect way to to end our talk today. Um, thank you, Billy, for being on the show. Thanks a- for having me. It's so again. fun. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. I feel <laughs> like a real actor. Like, you know, you yeah, talking to I a mean, mic, we, answering questions. We feel There's a like weird you're way important. where the soft boxes just boost your self confidence. Yeah, don't exactly. They? It's they great. Look, you're like, maybe great. I can yeah. be a great actor. <laughs> Maybe, maybe look at how great I look, guys. Maybe yeah. this will all work out. Maybe this is yeah. better than the Oscars that are on tonight. Maybe it's better yeah. that I'm here. <laughs> Perfect. 
So you can uh, find us uh, here on iTunes um, at Fade In Podcast or on Facebook at Connecticut Filmworks uh, and also on YouTube at Connecticut Filmworks. You can see Billy in most of our work. Yes. So check him out there. And on the Investigation Discovery, A Crime to Remember, uh, the Lipstick Killer episode. It's called Check The Bad Old Days. Good stuff. Is it really? Yeah. That's I thought it was called the, the Lipstick Killer. No, it's, <laughs> ca- it's called The Bad Old Days. I think it's a play days. on The Good Old Days. Oh, The Bad Old, old days. days. I think it's okay. The Bad Old apostrophe days. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Well, we're going to hear more from you. I'm certain not not too long from now. You know when that Cameron miseducation oh, movie comes out. Listen, that we're not. I was yet such about. a small boy. I was tiny. Nothing in that movie. But it was an hey. interesting experience. But did you put money in a hat? <laughs> <laughs> a story for another day. Exactly. There we but, go. But uh, thank you all for listening, and we will see you next time. Right. Alrighty. See you later. We'll see you another time. Finger guns. Oh. Wait, we need to have a meeting about these. <laughs> what? We need to have a gun. He said finger oh, guns. Oh. I said we need to have a meeting about. All right. These. This is a this is a gun. It's unloaded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Don't I point that at anyone. <laughs>